Good morning, Shavua Tov. Welcome to all those joining us for Likutei Halachas, Yeredeya, Hilchas, Pigin, Bechoyer, Halacha Hey, Paragraph Yud Ches. We're in the middle of the topic of Sfira Soimer as it relates to everything we've been referring to in this Halacha, based on Chapter 7 in the second half of Likutei Imran. V'yalkein soifren yamea Sfira be'eis shegedeila hatvua. Rav Nosanzal says, based on what we've been learning here about Heora Saratzain during Achila, about the incredible light that a person receives when eating, we can understand why the counting of Sphira is done specifically at the time that the, the grains are growing. And one of the tefillahs that we say after the brach of Sfira Soimer, we say the chapter of Tehillim, Lamnatseach Beneginois, and in there it says, Eretz Nosno Yevula, the, the earth will produce its produce. Yevorcheinu Alekim Alekeinu, and we ask Hashem to put a bracha into the food. Vechol Nispar Yemeha Sfira, Humehavuas Ho'imer Soirim, and the whole counting of the Oimer revolves around food. It starts from the 16th of Nisan, when the Oimer of barley was brought, and it's completed on Shavuos when we bring the Shtehalechem, the special offering once a year, Shtehalechem, these two breads that are made from wheat. So there's tremendous emphasis on, on food, on eating. Ki ho'imer hitir achilas Yisrael, because it's only after the oimer soirim is brought that we're permitted to eat the new grain, eat, eat from the new grain. Ki osur lechol koidem hanofas oimer, we're not permitted to eat from the new crop of grain before the oimer soirim is brought. Kalidei hadas shemamshichin alidei hanofas oimer, because we explained earlier that the Beis HaVikdash was a center of Das. The Karbonais were related also to Das. So it's, it's as a result of the Das that we draw upon ourselves through the bringing, the lifting up of the Oimer Soirim, that enables us to be able to draw that great light during eating. This is one of the most important things that needs to be accomplished when we are eating. Therefore, during the tefillahs related to the counting of the Oimer, we ask Hashem that the earth should give forth its produce and Hashem should put his bracha into it. Ki ikar habracha because the main bracha that we're asking Hashem to put into the food is this incredible high-level spiritual light called which is the source of all blessing. As we say in Birkas Kohanim, the bracha that the Kohanim give to the entire Jewish people, May Hashem bless us and protect us. May He shine the light of His face upon us. That's this Heora Sarotzain. Shezel Bechinas Mashem Evakshim And that's exactly related to what we 
pray for during in the tefillah after tefillah soimer, where we say Eloikim Yechanenu, may Hashem place His grace upon us, Vivarchenu, and bless us. Yoer Ponov Itonu Sela, may He shine the light of His face upon us. Dahainu Heoras Herotzoin Bishas Vachila Vaparnoso Shemekablenos. That's referring to this great light that Rabbeinazal calls Heores Haratzayim during eating or when we're earning a livelihood, which we receive at that time when we're counting the Oymer. Ki oz because during this season, during those 49 days of the Oymer is when the produce is really growing. V'chein hamon, and so too the special miracle food, the mon, which the Jews received during the time we were in the desert, Bechinas Parnosas Yisrael, which was our livelihood during that period of time, Nimshach Bimei Hasfira. We received the mon, the mon started coming down during the days of Sfira, Bachamisha Osar Be'ir, on the 15th of Iyar. Ki Hamon Bechinas Seoras Arotzain, Shenimshach Alide Adas Shomoshe. Because the mon represents this incredible high level light which we received as a result of the das which Moshe Rabbeinu shined into us. Bechinas, as we find whenever the Pasuk speaks about the mon, it says, they said, monhu, what is it? Kiloyodu mahu, because they didn't know what it was. This term, this kiloyodu, they didn't know, mahu, it is ma, bechinas mo. This is saying that the mon was on this level called Mo, which we've spoken about earlier in this halacha, which bechinas tachlis hayediyah asher loyneida, where all these forum tell us that the peak of knowledge is the realization that we don't know. That's this Ma, that's Heoras Harotzayim, which is above Chachma. It's the, the light of the Keser, as we've mentioned, and above that. Shehu bechina seoras harotzaim. This ma, this tachlis ayadia, this kiloyodu is referring to heoras harotzaim. This incredible light, kimavur shambatoyranal, as Rabbeinazal explains over there in Likudimran. Vialkein loinitna toyra elo loichle hamon. And this is why the Mechilta makes a statement that Hashem gave the Torah only to those who eat mon. Because of the fact that during these 49 days of the Omer, we're drawing this das upon us. Therefore, we're also, Rabbein Ezzel over there in chapter 7, in the second half of the Kutimran, first he speaks about the whole tikkun of das, and then he shows how once a person makes the tikkun for das, they, they're ready to be able to receive this seoras harotzaim, and then they're able to receive parnosa in, in the right way. And therefore, since during the days of Sphira we're drawing this das upon us, therefore we're also receiving this holy parnosa in the form of mon. Bechinas Eretz Nosno Yevula, the earth, the land is giving forth its produce. Shalidezeh Mekablen Heoras 
And that's what enables us to receive this incredible light, this Soros HaRotzim, Shaydezeh Iker Kiyum Hamshocha Sadas Midor Ledor Lonetzach. And that's what enables us and ensures us that we'll be able to pass on that das from generation to generation eternally. When we have this heoras harotzoim, that's this incredible high-level light which, which, which feeds into the das and enables the das to be permanent, to be able to pass on from generation to generation. And this is why the Pasuk says, at the, at the end of Parshas Re'ei, Shiva Shavuos Tisparloch may hechel chermesh bakoma. Count seven weeks for yourself from when the grains, the wheat, starts coming up in its stalks. V'yosiso chag Shavuos l'Hashem alikecha, and you will celebrate the holiday of Shavuos for Hashem at the, after that. Misas nidvas yodcho asher titen, which is a, a display of the contributions, the generous contributions of your hands that you will give. Ki shehu she'oz azai ikr hatikun Because on the holiday of Shavuos, when we receive the Torah, which is the ultimate drawing das upon ourselves, that's when there is this tikkun of tztaka that Rabbi Nezal speaks about there on the Kutim Ram. The tztaka and the money that's given to true tzaddikim. Bechinas, as the Pesach says, misas nidvas yodcha asher titen. kol Because when a person is privileged to give tztaka to tzaddikim amitim, the the person is to this incredible light called during eating. And again, that's what really establishes and ensures the flow of Das from generation to generation. Question in the chat, we, can we explain why this great spiritual light is revealed specifically at the time of eating? The answer is the past 20 pages or so that we've been learning have been all about that. Based on chapter 7 in the second half of the Imran, where Rabbein Azal explains, explains this elaborately, we say at, at the end of a meal, we say, When a, the, the eating, eating is a very holy item according to the Torah. It's the union between the body and the soul. And if a person is to make brachos before eating and after eating and to eat bigdusha and to eat with the proper derecheretz, Rabbein Azal shows there in chapter 7 on the Kutimah very elaborately that we person enables themselves to be a keli to receive this he'oras harotzayim. We're going to see, Rav Nassar is going to mention it again soon, he's going to go over it again, but he mentioned it earlier, that the korbonos, are referred to as the sacrifices that were brought in the Beis Hamikdash are all referred to as Hashem's food. It's called Achilas HaMizbeach. The Mizbeach eats up the sacrifices that we brought. And in all the Korbonos it says, L'Rotzayn Lefnei Hashem, that these Korbonos are being brought for, for goodwill for Hashem, to express our goodwill towards Hashem, and to prepare us to be able to receive Hashem's goodwill. And we know the Gemara tells us 
that during the time of the Beis Hamikdash, if a person committed a sin which took a person out of the good graces of Hashem, that did detach the person from Hashem's goodwill to a degree, they brought a korban, and the korban brought a person back into Hashem's goodwill. Lerotzayin lefnei Hashem, lerotzayin tizbachuhu. Today we don't have a base hamikdash. The Gemara says shulchanoi shaladam mechaper kamizbeach. Our table that we eat on is has the same effect as the mizbeach in the base hamikdash when a person is eating properly. What effect is it? Lerotzayin lefnei Hashem that it, it, it generates this incredible high-level light called coming from Hashem towards us. And again, when a person's eating, the, the term severe, satisfied, satiated, a person is happy. If a person eats properly, they feel good, and they express that good feeling to Hashem. They express the gratitude to Hashem before they eat and after they eat. This is our expression of rotzayin to Hashem, and this prepares us to be a keli to receive this incredible high he'oras harotzayim. Paragraph Yutes. V'zeh malchuscha malchus kol oilomim u'memshaltecha b'chol dar v'doer shenismach leposuk soyme Hashem l'chol anoiflim ene choyolech yisabeiru. Rav Nosan Zal now wants to explain several of the lines in Ashrei, the tefillah of Ashrei that we say every day. Where for the letter Mem, it says there Hashem's kingdom is eternal and his rulership is from generation to generation. And then right afterwards we say Hashem gives support to all those who are fallen. And, and, and then right after that we say all eyes are turned to Hashem, looking to Hashem for parnasa, for sustenance. Because over there in Likutim Ran, chapter 7, that we're speaking about throughout this halacha, Rabbi Nezal explains there regarding the two levels of das, the das of the sun, S-O-N, and the das of the Talmud, the higher level das and the lower level das. Rabbi Nezal says there, Shal mamshichin that a person who attains that das and gives that das, a person who teaches people who are on a very high level and people who are on a low level, that person prepares themselves to be able to receive this he'ora sarotzain during eating. And Rabbi Nezal also adds that in order for a person to be able to accomplish this, he's got to be strong. Veloi hepech, not to, not the opposite, not to be what we call a shlamazel. A shlamazel is a person who's not determined, who's not serious, who's not confident. Shehu inyan chalishus verifyon yodayim. The opposite of an ishchayel is a person who's weak, weak-handed. That's called shlamazalnik. And if a person is not a shlamazel, if a person is strong, determined, confident, ready, then that person avails themselves to be able to receive this incredible during eating. Look over there in the middle of that chapter on the Kutimran, how Rabbein Zal explains this very, very well. 
and how Rabbi Nassau continues to explain there, Ki HaMalchus Mekabel Kol HaBitchoinois, that it's the Midah of Malchus of Hashem that receives all of the Bitochoin, Shahakoil Mestaklen Al all those people who believe in Hashem and trust in Hashem, and they're looking to Hashem for Parnosa. That's referred to as bitochen, people who put their trust and faith and have complete confidence in Hashem. The, the Midah of Malchus is the one that gathers those bitchainos, v'oyla imohem, and that elevates the Malchus. That's the rocket fuel that the Malchus needs to go up with those bitchainos, umekabel ha'parnosa miyam ha'chochma. And the Malchus receives a flow of parnosa which comes from the Yam HaChochma, Shehu Hadas Shoben Vitalmehanal, which Rabbi Nezal says is tied into that Das, those two levels of Das, the Das of the son and the student that the Tzaddik is learning and teaching. Hainu What do we mean, Miyam HaChochma? Hainu Mehayodayim, Shehim Horemozim Sheyesh Biyam HaChochma. Rabbi Nezal says over there that this flow of Parnos is received from the hands, which are the hints that are found in the Yama Chachma. Rabbi Nezal explains there that very often when a person is teaching, when a person wants to tell somebody something, sometimes there are certain things that they can't or can't express in words. They don't want to say it for whatever reason. And sometimes the person will make a certain hand motion that the person that with their hands, that's a hint that the person understands. person goes like this, they know it means wow, or certain other motions that are referred to as remozim biyam ha And Rabbi Nezal says that's where, that's where the flow of Shefa and Parnosa comes from. Bebechinas, as the Pasuk says in chapter 104 in Tehillim, Borchinafshi, Ze hayom godol urechav yodayim. This ocean is big and expansiveness of the hands. Ki yodayim. Because Rabbi Nezal says there that the hints that a tzaddik gives, those things that the tzaddik cannot and shouldn't express in words, he gives it over very often through these remozim, which are referred to as the hands. Bechinas notisi yodi, I extended my hand which is a Pasuk in Mishle, in the beginning of Mishle, again referring to the hands playing an important role in giving over Torah, giving over this Das. V'yalkein, and therefore Rabbi Nezal goes on to say there, Mi sheroitze lach mosnov, lo A person who wants to gird his loins, that's the expression, to provide parnasa for his wife and children and all the others that are dependent on him. The person has to be strong, powerful, confident, determined. The person has to have a degree of authority, kingdom, to behave like a king, not like a schlepper in order that that person has a portion and is connected to the Holy Kingdom, in order to be able to be part of this process 
of receiving parnosa from the Yodayim Shebiyama Chochmo, Shesho Meir Heores Harotzen Kanal. And that's also where this Heores Harotzen shines. V'yalkein Oz Daiko Zoycha Leheores Harotzen Hamuflog B'Sha'as Achila. And then, when a person is following this procedure, the Das and the Malchus, then that person is able to receive this incredible Heores Harotzen during eating, which is Parnosa. And now Rav Nosenzal says the magic words, Ubiur hadvorim lefi anius datenuhu. A person learns that chapter on Likutim Ran, and they read the words, and they translate it, and, and we try to understand it as best as we can, but it still seems not perfectly clear. Rav Nosenzal now is going to attempt to make it much clearer. To explain these words, based on my limited das, Rav Nosenzal says, Ki ikr heoras hadasanal, the most important das that a tzaddik wants to give over to Klal Yisrael, who his chaskus godol, and this applies to the tzaddik, and it applies to every single one of us on our level, who his chaskus godol v'otsum ma'oid ma'oid l'cholechot v'yechot b'chol mokem shehu. It's incredible encouragement that's given to each and every single person wherever that person is at. Shezehu Iker Heoras Dorimata. That's the most important message and light that's supposed to be given over to those people who are on a low level or in a state of Yerida. Lechaskam to encourage them, Ulaamsam and to strengthen them, Loiraram to inspire them, to wake them up, Ulahidiam and to inform them, Sha'adayan Hashem Itom Vietzlam, that Hashem is still with them and right next to them. And 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 they all they have to do is turn around a little bit, make a little bit of effort, and they can reconnect with Hashem. The message that has to be broadcasted to them is that Hashem's honor fills the entire world. Hashem is everywhere, even where you are at. And each and every single Jew, to the degree that we allow ourselves to accept this truth, this holy truth, that will give the person the energy to be strong and quick. And the person is able to receive some of that kingdom. And then that person will be able to provide parnasa for their wife and children and all the others that are dependent on them. And the person could be zeichet to incredible holy wealth through this das. And to be able to receive together with the food that they're eating, together with the parnasa that they're earning, together with their wealth, to be able to receive this Heora Sarotzin, this incredible high-level light, Shehu Iker Kiyum Hamshoch Asadas, 
That's what really ensures and establishes that light of Das by the person and by all their future generations. Ve'ikar, and the most important aspect of this, hu ha'emuna, is emuna, faith in Hashem, faith in tzaddikim, faith in the Torah, and believing in yourself. Kasher hevanti misichoisov hakdoishois shesoch imonu achratoyonam. Rav Nosanzal says, which I understood from the conversation that Rabbein had with us after he delivered this Torah, the Torah that this Haloch is based on. That it's through emuna that a person is to this incredible great light, this to the point where the person is ready to explode in a sense. The person becomes so inspired, so excited, that the person doesn't know what they want. The Yitzhak and the person screaming to Hashem, screaming just from passion, excitement. Kanidbas Besoif Hasipuri Maisius, as is printed at the end of Sipuri Maisius, in the older versions of the Sforim, Ayin Shom, take a look over there, but nowadays this appears in the Sefer Sichoi Saran, Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom, Simon Lamed Bey's paragraph 32, Vuhu Shaykh Lahatoira Hanal. And that paragraph in Sikha Saran is directly related to the chapter on the Kudimran that this haloch is based on. That's this conversation that Rabbi Nezal had with his students after he completed the Torah. Ki hakol echod, because it's all one. What's all one? Ki mishem eschazek be'emuna shleimah v'ashem isborach. A person who strengthens themselves in faith in Hashem, and the person believes that Hashem is everywhere. And even if I am where I'm at now, even if I'm not where I should be, and I'm not the way I'm supposed to be, and there's a lot of things that I've done wrong and I'm still doing wrong, Hashem is still with me and close to me always. Azaib, that, that doesn't mean this isn't denial. This isn't, this isn't saying that the, the wrong things I did don't mean any. They do mean, they're terrible. But it's not, Hashem doesn't use that as an excuse to disconnect from the person. There's a little bit of distance that's great. There's a little bit, it takes a little bit more effort on the part of person to connect. But Hashem is waiting. Hashem is right there waiting, anxious to reconnect fully. Not just to reconnect fully, but to make a stronger connection than, than it was before the person committed the sin. Azai bevadai hu ishchayel. If a person has this emuna solid, then that person is strong. And that person is a member of the kingdom, the kingdom of Hashem, the Malchus, the Memshola. Remember, the Jewish people are called the kingdom of Hashem. Yisrael, Mamshaloisav. And Emunah is synonymous with the sphere of Malchus. 
Because the most powerful encouragement, when a person is down, when a person is in a bad place, negative, the most powerful encouragement is emuna, faith. Bibchinas, as the Pasuk says, Lovesh Hashem oiz hisazor. The cloak of Hashem is strength, power, girds a person in strength. And this Lovesh Hashem is emuna. I believe we say Shema Yisrael Hashem Alakein Hashem Echad Baruch Shem Kevoid Malchusay Leoylam Voed. I believe it's the first letters of Baruch Shem Kevoid Malchusay Leoylam Voed that are Bigimatria Lovesh. This Levush Bechinas Vahoya Tzedek Ezer Mosnov VeEmuna Ezer Chalatzov. The pasuk says that Tzedek righteousness will be a belt for a person. And emuna is what would, will gird the person's loins together. Persons going out to war, they put on their belt, they tighten themselves. Or a person's going to daven, they put on that gartel to tighten myself, that I'm, I'm ready, I'm going out to battle. And this is something that each and every one of us has to draw upon ourselves anew every single day. Lezor, Ezor, Bemosnov, to tie this belt around our loins. To gird myself, to bind myself with complete faith in Hashem and in the true Tzadikim. And to be powerful, warrior. To fight the battle for Hashem every single day. And this is the reason why we, one of the brachas that we say in the morning when we get up is Oizer Yisrael Bigavura. Hashem ties us, binds us with strength. What's the strength? The Gemara in Shabbos says this, this refers to the preparation that a person makes when they're going to Hashem. This, which means this tying of the gartel, this tying of the belt, fitfila. This, this represents a warrior going out to battle. And the main battle, the most important battle is for the person to fortify themselves and to, to be strong, that I'm not going to allow myself to fall, no matter what, to fall away from faith in Hashem, from self-confidence. And where does a person get this hischaskus from? The answer is from that sea of knowledge of the true tzaddik, shemeir beben v'talmid, which he shines into the people on all levels. Vohoikar alidei horemozim. And one of the critical parts of this is the things that the tzaddik doesn't necessarily say openly, but rather the hints that a person receives from the tzaddik, the messages. Because it's impossible to express everything verbally, in words. 
And a person has to always be able to see and recognize and understand the hints that the tzaddik hints to us through the yodayim shebiyama chachma. Vaoz, kishemamin beemes, sheadayin hashemitoi. And then when a person really believes that despite all my shortcomings, despite all my mistakes, despite all my weaknesses, Hashem is still with me, if Hashem is with me, then I'm not a schlepper, then I'm strong, I'm powerful, I'm confident. I, I have that, I'm connected to that Malchus of Kedusha. And this is the real kingdom. As the Gemara says in Shabbos, every Jew is royalty. This, what's the royalty? This is the royalty that a person realizes that I have Hashem, I'm connected to Hashem always, Baliya and Biarida. We read the story of Avram Avinu. We know that the kingdom, the Malchus of the Jewish people, come, is Dover Amelech, Dover Amelech, and the family of Dover Amelech. Dover Amelech comes from Moyov, Rus Hamoyavia. Moyov came from Lot, Lot and his daughters. And the Torah tells us that when Avram Avinu heard that there was a world war, there were nine kings that got together for a world war, major battle, five kings, four kings against five kings. And the four kings were so powerful that they defeated the five kings. And in the process, this, what was this whole world war really about? To capture light, to capture light. The four kings en- ended up defeating Sidoim and capturing light. And Avram Avinu hears about this, and Avram Avinu says, Let's go. Let's go fight these four kings. How are you going to fight? Where's your army? And there's, there's two opinions. One opinion says he took with him three, it says he took Eliezer with him. So el- the word Eliezer is Bigimatria 318. So one opinion is that he took 318 people with him. The other opinion says, no, he, he just took Eliezer. It's him and Eliezer against these four kings with all of their armies. Eliezer is called Damasek Eliezer. The Eliezer from Damascus. He wasn't a Jew. And the Sifrei Kabbalah bring that the word Damasek is Dalid Machanois Shinto Kadisha, the four camps of the Holy Shechina. One of the ways that we refer to the Shechina is the throne of Hashem, the four legs of the throne of Hashem, which again sometimes is referred to as these four camps, which are symbolized by the four kings, which are man, human beings are, are a king, the lion is the king of the non-domesticated animals, the ox is the king of the domesticated animals, and the nesher, the eagle, is the king of the birds. So it's brought. Aryeh, Shoer, Nesher, Odom, these four kings are Bigimatria 1317, which means 317 plus 1. The one in front, the one you could put in front, and it's a thousand. Or if you put the one in the back, it's three, it becomes instead of 317, it becomes 318. So the word Eliezer, the name Eliezer, the Aleph can be one, 
or the Aleph can be Eleph, a thousand. A thousand? Liezer, 317. That's what Av- Avram Avinu connected himself to the Malchus of Kedusha, to the Shekhinah Kedusha. And now four kings, okay, I don't care if it's 40 kings, no problem. And he goes to do battle and he defeats them. And the Gemara says, the Medrash says, he, what, what weapons did he use? The answer is he took sand and threw it at them. And Hashem made every grain, grain of sand turned into an arrow and a spear. So how many grains of sand are there in a handful of sand? That's how many arrows and spears went at the, these armies of these four kings and defeated them completely and released the hostage, released, released Loit, and, and then Loit ends up being with his daughters, and from that is produced Moyov, and from that eventually comes Rus, and comes Dovid Amelech, and comes Moshiach ben David. It came from Avram Avinu being, having this attribute of Malchus, not afraid, Ishchaya, strong, powerful, I'm, with, I'm going with Hashem, I'm right behind Hashem, no problem. Just like when Dovid HaMelech went out against Goliath and said, who is this dog? If he's speaking disrespectfully about Hashem, he's a dog. I don't care if he's six feet tall or 60 feet tall. doesn't mean anything. Not impressed at all. Because this is something that's clear to anyone who has some intelligence. That there is no real kingdom or leadership in the world other than the true kingdom of Hashem. When a person has authority, leadership, with which to glorify Hashem, that's the kingdom that's eternal. All of these other jokers, the presidents and the prime minister, Putin, Shmutin, Biden, all, all of them, all, they're, all, they're all in the cemetery. Khrushchev, uh, all the, the American presidents, the Russian presidents, the Greek presidents, the Roman, where are they all? They're either in the cemetery or in the toilet. The Torah tells us what, in, what goes on in Olam Hapa by some of these leaders. Cicero, uh, um, the uncle of, of, uh, of Unculus, what was his name? The one who, who said, Tashem, let's see you fight me on land. You're fighting me on the water. Come and fight me on land. Titus, exactly. Titus Arosho. Bechinas ki Hashem hamlucha. Real kingdom is only to Hashem and to those who believe in Hashem and to those who are looking to glorify Hashem. Whereas any type of kingdom or authority or leadership that's not for the sake of Hashem, Hakoil Hevel Nidov Einboy Mamish is all empty, it's nonsense, baloney. I remember my Rebbe Rav Rosenfels used to quote a, an expression that the Syrians have, Shibi Howie, bag of wind, bag of wind. Kamay Shoimrim, as the Pesach says, the Anshe Hashem Keloi Hoyu, 
famous people are like, like they never were, like they never existed, nothing. Because as the Gemara says, today he's here, tomorrow he's in the grave. And, and their kingdom is not permanent, it's not forever. And if his fame, if his authority rises up, then it like excrement, like excrement, it'll be lost, it'll be lost eternally, permanently. And therefore, when is, a, when is a Jew a member of royalty? When am I a prince? When I believe, when I believe 100% that Hashem is with me. I'm plugged into Hash, to, to the Melech. And through this, not only will this give the person strength and encouragement, such a person has the ability to inspire and encourage others and to draw the das into many students and children. Each one of us on our level. And this is the true kingdom which is permanent, which is eternal. Because Hashem's kingdom rules everywhere. As the Gemara says in Gitten, Man Malki, who are the real kings? Rabbonon, the rabbis, the true rabbis. Shenemar, as the Pasuk says in Mishlei, be melochim yemloichu. Through me, through the Torah, kings will rule. Ki kishemeir eze dibur mehadas hakodesh b'chaveiroi, because when a Jew shines some of this knowledge, some of this faith into another Jew, nas hachaveiroi talmed etzloi, then the person they're speaking to becomes a student of theirs for that period. <clears throat> and he's the rabbi. That's kingdom. As the Gemara says, who are the kings? The rabbis. The ones that are teaching, giving over this das of faith in Hashem and faith in ourselves. Those who are bringing the true das of the Torah into the world. Through me, through the Torah, the Torah makes a person a king. If a person is learning and giving over the Torah properly. And therefore, a person who wants to live real life, and makes every effort to try to draw this das upon themselves, the das of the Torah, the das of emuna. Such a person is not allowed to be weak. But rather, the person has to be strong and determined and confident. 
in their, in their relationship with Hashem, and to want to have a share in this kingdom of Hashem, by sharing some of this das with a friend. It could be a friend, a wife, a student, a son. That's how this person is, is becoming a leader. He's leading those people with true kingdom. That's called kingdom. Bibchinas tzadik moishel, as the pasuk says, a tzadik rules. Kamuven b'makamachar, as Rabbein Zal speaks about this in chapter thirty-four in Likutim Ran, that how is the tzadik ruling through his mouth, malchus peh, through the words of Torah that he teaches, through the words of encouragement that he gives. Vekimavur betchilas haTorah now, and as was expressed in the beginning of our chapter, chapter seven in the second half of Likutim Ran, shekol odom tzorich lekayim zolis, that every single person has a responsibility to do this, lasoik beyishuv oilam, to be involved in making the world into a place, a civilized place. How? <laughs> to speak to the people that are close to me <clears throat> about the ultimate tachlis, about the ultimate purpose of the, of the creation of the world. That it's all about Hashem. It's all about realizing, recognizing the existence of Hashem and praising Hashem and learning what Hashem expects from us and doing everything we can to fulfill it. To shine into others this respect for Hashem. Because as the Pasuk says, Hashem did not create the world to be empty. He created the world, He wants it to be civilized. Take a look over there in the beginning of chapter 7 on Likut Imran, our chapter where Rabbi Nezal speaks about this. But now Rav Nosan an incredible clarification. Loshefes daika. Note the wording in the Pasuk, Hashem created the world to be settled. But the Pasuk uses the word Loshefes. Bechinas malchus, shenikres yeshiva. The term Loshefes is associated with malchus, which is referred to as sitting down. Bechinas as it says in Megillus Esther, we're in the month of Adar now, we're in Adar Rishon, we're headed towards Purim, we're going to be reading Megillus Esther, it describes Achashverosh, what's Achashverosh doing, what does the king do? The king is sitting on his throne of kingdom. And as the, the Gemara tells us, Ein yeshiva ba'azoro elo bilvad that in the Beis Hamikdosh, there was a certain section called the Azorah, which was already a holy section. Any Jew who went into that section was not allowed to sit except for the king. Only the kings who were descendants of Dovid HaMelech were permitted to sit in the Azorah, no one else. So we see Losheves <coughs> sitting refers to Malchus. Ki because every single Jew has to have a portion in the Holy Kingdom. How? By sharing some of his das with your friends, 
with whoever is willing to listen, whoever you're capable of influencing. And by the, when the person is a member of the Malchus of Kedusha, then they're able to receive Parnasa, wealth, and to be Zoycha through this to that incredible great light, this Heora Sarotsoin that we're speaking about. We'll hold it over here for now. We're in the middle of a paragraph. A question in the chat. Here it seems that Rabbeinazal considers earning one's, pan, one's livelihood as a highly spiritual practice. But didn't he guide his main students to devote their time to learning, to learning Torah? Ah, learning one's livelihood. The answer is, Rabbeinazal taught all of Judaism. This is one of the issues, that there are many rabbis and many schools that teach part of Yiddishkeit. In, in Breslov, Rabbeinazal teaches the entire thing, beginning, starting from page one, not getting up in the morning, getting up at midnight, at the real beginning of the day. And Rabbeinazal teaches every facet of Yiddishkeit. Those yeshivas, those rabbis who don't speak about eating, who don't speak about food, who don't speak about wheat and barley, are leaving out parts of the Torah. Very simple. The Torah speaks quite a bit about parnasa, about wealth, about food, about wheat, and all of these things. So we need to know, what, what is that? What, what's that all about? Rabbeinazal and Rabbeinazal open our eyes to see, wow, the Torah is not just a couple of Basra. The Torah is you, the Torah is everything. The Mishnah says in Pirkei turn the Torah over, spin it around, round, because everything is in there. That's why people think that they have to go to university, they have to go to other places to learn all kinds of things because the Torah is just about, about laws. What happens if a cow bumps into a donkey or a donkey bumps into a cow? They don't know that the Torah is everything, 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 everything. All knowledge, everything about creation and postscript is all in the Torah. And in our foreign, your, your eyes are open to be able to see it and to realize that everything is important that learning Torah is very important, most important, and earning a livelihood is very important. The Torah praises both. <clears throat> if 90 or 95% of Jews are not capable of learning full-time, <clears throat> then how can rabbis, Jewish leaders, be speaking only about learning full-time? You're leaving out 95% of Klal Yisrael. So Rabbeinazal speaks to all of Klal Yisrael, the Dore Mala and the Dore Mata, and shows us how everyone is connected to Hashem. Wishing everybody a wonderful day, a wonderful week. We should be zeche. <coughs> this week should be a week of Yeshua, Sengaula, and Besuras Tovis of every type. Amazing.